Welcome back to the Get a Grip Onlining podcast. On today's show, we have a friend of the show. He's back again, fifth, sixth, seventh, tenth time. I don't know. Spencer Miles, president of Pacific Lamp, and we're going to get into what's happening in distribution right now in the lighting industry and all that kind of thing. But before we go there, we are really excited about Light Efficient Design, LED-LLC.com. Greggy, what do they got coming out hot right now? Well, they've got what they say is a bollard retrofit. Now, I see this thing, and I think it can go in a lot more than just bollards, but it's an LED corn cob, right? And everybody says they have one, and it's all cute and all that. But Light Efficient Design is the real deal when it comes to it. They are the first person I ever saw back in 2000, maybe 14, something like that, that came out with this. And then everybody came out with it after they did. So number one is that they have the history with this type of light bulb. Um, but in addition to that, here's what they write right here is they're pre-tested and potted drivers are burnt in three times prior to shipping and protected against vibration and moisture. Very important in this application. Another thing, expertly engineered to work efficiently in enclosed fixtures, damp environments, while also protected against insects and dust. Now, not everybody's cob does that. I would say most don't. Spencer, right it sounds like somebody thought it through, brother. <laughs> that's a, I've had them come back full of bugs. It's a great idea. Yeah. You know, and you, you know what the thing is? Like, they're leaders, man. They're, in, they're innovators. They're people that are always ahead on that, you know, on that weird application. Where they were the first ones to have the hazardous cob, too, right? They were the that's first right. ones with that, too. Really Class so? 1, Div 2, or whatever that stuff is. LED-LLC.com coming in hot, light-efficient design. I forgot the most important part, too. It's flex color. 3K, 4K, 5K. Come on. Come on. On the lamp? <laughs> All in one lamp. Well, they one have lamp. five different wattages. One, two, three, right. four. Yeah, five, four. Awesome. Tell the DLC to keep up with that. Hey, Spencer Miles, what's happening, brother? Not much. How you guys been? Woo. Uh, interesting times. Yeah, surviving. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, for me, you know, what's, you know what I have really struggled with, and I don't know, Greg if, and Spencer, if you guys have had this at all as a distributor is the brakes being put on all the time and then go and then the brakes and then go and i don't know man it's i i don't know if we can handle it anymore stop start lockdown not lockdown hotels are open hotels are closed this is crazy for business spencer miles it's that you put it perfectly that's uh, kind of been the last year right we we did have to stop and then you start back up and then yeah every time there's a rising cases whatever it may be or politician says something you're right we stop and it's been it's like a train with uh very hard brakes been yeah, crazy it's it's so hard to like get a feel for it and you know all this essential stuff i mean look light bulbs are essential in my mind but uh you know people need to see stuff when it's dark but <laughs> but you know i mean the 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 cadence the cadence of the of the economy now is so jerky that it's impossible to know how many people you need, how many boxes you're going to ship today, how many light bulbs you need to keep in stock, Greg Eric. Yeah, I think it helped us or made us all become more efficient with our business. Like, you know, number one, we want to be or we are essential, right? Lighting is essential. But now you got to look at it and say, okay, what's essential for my business to run as efficiently mm -hmm. as it can? And that's been difficult to assess right now because, like you said, it's starting and stopping and going and coming and whatever. I think all you can do right now is just, you know, move forward, keep plowing away, plowing ahead and let all that stuff take care of itself. What happens, happens. But, you know, you got to do the best you can on becoming more efficient with what you've got and, and uh, plowing forward that way. 
So some jurisdictions are tighter than others, and I know that the that that Washington's been pretty tight, and Minnesota's been pretty loose, and Ontario's been pretty tight. Um, how have you dealt with the uh, Spencer? How have you dealt with the uh, with the changing, ever changing regulations and the ever changing timelines? And the, we're thinking it might be the sixteenth of February kind of thing. How do you deal with that as a business owner? I think the key is you got to be in multiple verticals, right? We're in new construction, we're in TIs, we're in MRO, we're in retail. You know, we, we do a little bit of everything. With each, besides the March shutdown, which was, you know, breaks on life, everything stopped. Um, it, there's always been an industry or two that is still either in that portion of their going while another one's stopping or they, they never stopped. So there's, you have to focus your people and your, your resources to that industry. Um, you know, like let's say the ESCO government stuff that, you know, we had a crazy election that, 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 that caused some problems on the government side. A lot of money was put on hold, a lot of projects stopped. Um, so then you have to refocus that maybe into your local where all of a sudden at the same time, maybe we were coming up, we were opening industries and, and those people needed, you know, lighting again, cause they got people back in their locations. So it's just been, uh, you jump from here, jump from there. It's like a little bit of Frogger, right? Which lane are you in, and where where are you, where are you going to focus all of your your energy at this at that certain time? Frogger. It's not easy. It's exactly <laughs> what it is. This is a lot of cars. Frogger, yeah. Frogger, <laughs> boop, 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 boop. we're playing Frogger. Jump this way, jump that way. Okay, I have to ask you. The Pacific Northwest has been, and Minnesota as well. But Minnesota has been like the nuclear bombs, and then the Pacific Northwest has been the trench warfare of what's happened in the last year and avoiding all the politics and all the stuff involved in that, you know, just keeping that, setting that aside because this is a light, a show about lighting. Um, how has it been? So like I have a huge, well, I had a huge business in hospitality, restaurants, mm. hotels, light, just selling them light bulbs, man. You think that's not a nice, that's a nice business actually when things are good, you know, they order nice. hundreds of light bulbs, man. Mm. And it's great. Um, how has it been there in this trench warfare time with all the stuff that's gone on in the Pacific Northwest from, you know, that you hear about, you see in the news, you think, oh my God, it's a nightmare. And then I talk to people, it's like, well, it's only one certain area. I'm like, what? It, it looks like it's the whole well, the, state. The, the first part is you said it's hard to, you know, don't be political. Well, it's hard when you're in here and a lot of it comes from politics, right? Um, you know, we have a tax, you know, they're taxing our payroll. They're, they're doing things to move business out of Seattle, which hurts all of us people who supply those businesses. So it's very hard to, to not say anything political on it because most everything has happened because of politics. Mm -hmm. So I would say that most everything has happened because of bad leadership. There you go. Absolutely. Not because I've of politics, that. actually. Yeah. They just happen okay. to be politicians. Yes. Well, they just happen to be have like some label they wear but i think most of it is 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 related to bad leadership but how yeah. has that affected you on the day-to-day -day side as a business or a business owner and we're, the probably the biggest one is you know the people working at home they're out of the business the buildings downtown you have mm -hmm. empty buildings that they're the lights are on i drive by them every every night going home i see all the lights on but there's no tenants there to report back to facility engineers that they need lights so there could be 10, 15% of those lights that are out on a certain floor, but the tenant's not there. So they're not putting in the work requests to the facility engineers who's our customer to order the light bulbs. 
So I have hope that when they do go back, you know, we're going to get some nice orders and they're going to need to eventually change those light bulbs. Um, you brought up so a, that, yeah. Hmm. What do you mean when they do go back? Is it, is, is everybody going to go back? Is that where we're going to be? No. Cause I, you know, I hear, <laughs> yeah. What, what's going to happen to some of these facilities? I know nobody knows the answer, but I mean, that's something as a lighting person, you got to think about. So, I mean, yesterday in our news, local news, uh, Nordstrom, right. Pretty big corporation, their corporate center. Uh, we, thankfully two years ago did the uh, lighting retrofit there, did all LED tubes, but they just announced they're not coming back. They're not going to go to that facility. They're going to leave their employees working remotely. That's, that's a massive building. That's a 35 story building downtown that has now lost the tenant that took up 70% of their space. Uh, And, and you're seeing that not, I mean, Nordstrom's is, you know, big because they're a Seattle corporation, but you're seeing that in the tech world, you know, Google's, Amazon's, Facebook's, you know, all of them, the same thing. So I don't know if they do come back. That's a great question. At least in the two to three year period, I don't, I don't see it. No. I think everybody wants to go back, you know, or go somewhere out of their home. <laughs> yeah. I think you they know, do. You, you hear the word in the First World War, you often hear the word attrition. Mm. War of attrition. Right? Who can last it out? And I, I, I just think that they're, like, if, if, if people like when I look at and so when when people that sell light bulbs, if you're listening to this, and you think these guys are they don't know what's up. Everyone's going to remote work one day and da, da 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 and this and that. I would challenge whether or not you manage people for a living, okay? Because when you manage people for a living, you can see that there's certain people that are really good at, like for example, if you hired Greg Eric and you said your job is to do this. Greg Eric would find super efficient ways to get that done really, 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 really quick so that he could do other things with his life, okay? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But most people, uh, the vast majority of us, need to be in the tribe. We need to be hunting together in the tribe with each other present, present in the space with one another and um, in order to be effective, and so some of that will be lost, like a percentage will be lost. But if people think that nobody's ever going back, then I don't know if you're going to recognize, like lighting people want people back in those buildings to supply the lights to those buildings. <laughs> um, and so I think there's a future. I, th- I think we're at the, at the absolute apex, if not the apex, the plateau, where... People have had enough of the remote working and they need to be with their teams, man. They need to be in a place and there's some jobs that are not going to come back and offices are going to be transformed a little bit, but there's nothing wrong with renovation, Pacific Lamp likes renovation, right? Mm -hmm. But people need to congregate again, man. They need to get back together into these spaces and the sooner the better in my mind, Spencer Miles. I agree. Absolutely. And I, I hold fast with those buildings, right? They've built them. They're filled or the office space is in there. Everything's done. Eventually, they'll come back. Something or some sort of industry will start. Whatever it may be, there's going to be a need for that space. I mean, what are we going to do? Leave the buildings empty? I don't think so. Hope not. The idea that humans don't want to be with other humans is ridiculous. That's True. ridiculous to say that. 
Like humans love to pee with other humans. They love to complain about other humans in the office. They love to argue with other humans. They love to cooperate with other humans. They love to innovate with other humans. And they love to do it under wonderful artificial lighting that we, we provide. Right? So I think there's going to be a hunger. I think we've apexed it. We're plateauing. And but there's going to be a change, Spencer Miles. Are you ready for the? Are you ready for the the the? And Greg, are you guys ready for what's coming in terms of the renovation or the change of how people use those spaces? And what do you see? Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of what I was going to ask too. Is is are are they? Envir- the cubicle environments are they going to go away you know that's how standard offices i know they started doing the pod things but then the pod things get all these people together um and now maybe they're going to go to individualized office and all partitioned off and <laughs> so either way yeah i'm ready i, I don't know what it's going to be i'm going to let them decide what layout they want but they're going to need new lighting for it let's redesign time to redesign and everything if you're redesigning you need controls so that's, I think, where if you're strong in the controls, that's going to be a huge part of wherever it goes. And no matter how it goes, controls will be a ma- massive part of that. For sure. And, and we've talked about this on the, the show a number of times, Mike, as we've said, you know, at what point are we going to stop trying to retrofit the same fixtures over and over? And when we keep doing it, and I keep Never. thinking it's the right move. <laughs> I know, because a lot of times it's the right move, but maybe now it's actually the right move. Maybe we're going to, we have to reassign, re address everything you know not everything but a lot of the things and and at that point let's get all new metal let's get all new housing let's get all new fixtures i don't know maybe it makes more sense then you know what i see i the the when i when i think about it like i see that that you know you take companies that um in nailed have always prospered the vendor companies people that makes stuff that goes in sockets that can be replaced and now for the first time we're starting to see advanced technologies that is socket based just like the the person and I don't want, I'm not giving them a free ad here to light efficient design but yeah you know tunable um wattage changeable uh socket based replaceable burns out you can change it um guess what light bulbs burn out sucker that's why we're all here Right. But then I look at it and I see, wow, what an opportunity for human centric lighting. We were talking about this before the pandemic. Right. But now you're talking about re-envisioning every space, how it's used with, you know, giving people options and all this sort of stuff. What the seam has just opened like this. The quarterbacks drop back in the pocket and the wide receiver is cut through the seam, and that guy is going for the touchdown right now, man. And I just see a huge seam opening up right there for human-centric lighting with controls, based with the controls, and on the interior environment. Wow, what a great play right now. It's there. Yeah, it's just a matter of if it actually is going to take off, you know, and then people are willing to spend the money that it takes to do that. That's the big part, right? Where's the money? Well, the money's already there. The money's there. See, this is what nobody gets. This is what I've been talking about. But if you've already done an energy job. Dude, dude, you got to invert the whole. Remember when when Peter Brown came on the show? He's like, it's not 330, 300. It's 300 first. You got to get the 300 back in the building. Back. Yeah. How do you do that? You do that with hygiene theater. 
Mm. You do that with UV, uh, upper air disinfection with a green light that says, mm. yeah, all the COVID is dead. <laughs> you make all people, the COVID you make is dead here. Big science says yeah. we're killing the COVID in real time. It's real time kill, yeah. killer COVID <laughs> with that UV. And you could, you know, we get a suntan if you want, sucker. Go for it. Hit that little app we got on your phone. Download it to your Android or your iPhone and roll with it. I think that's, I see that so huge, like a future city, Spencer Miles. It's a great way to put it, yeah, hygiene theater. You should, you should trademark that. That's uh, exactly what you're going to see. You're going to see people mm-hmm. investing into UV troffers, into UV whatever, right? HVAC, which doesn't help us, but any type of UV to make the employees feel safe about coming back. Absolutely. And schools for it. I mean, that's a huge one, right? And you got to deal with all the parents. And so if you can say, Hey, by the way, we put in UV troffers in each classroom. Oh, you um, see that green light on that thing on the wall? Killing it. Yeah. That, that means all the COVID is dead. <laughs> yeah. See that? When that green lights on, that means we got a fresh filter. COVID mm. is gone. Mm. Really? Oh yeah. Mm. Because everybody wants to get back. They just no, need signals. They need mm. signals that, what do you mean? I can't go back to school. The green light was on on the machine on the wall. <laughs> and the lighting industry can provide that, brother. That's what makes me really excited, man. Really excited, actually. So what do we do to be the ones to sell it? You know, first we got to do LS Evolve. We're working on that. Because I, <laughs> I feel like, well, I feel like there's going to be a lot of people coming into our industry if you, if, I mean, you guys were all there in the early 2010s. Johnny come, Johnny come lately has been killed many times by us. <laughs> it's true. That's what I'm saying. In LED world, remember it. All the people came in, wanted to play around, and then they, you know, we killed them. Yeah. We're going to have that again. We're going to have the influx of guys that, or gals that want to sell UV lighting that know nothing about it. So Ellis Evolve was it. something that we came up with when you were president of Nailed. That was... Mm-hmm. We want short hot blasts on current information. Da, da, da. Now it's a reality one year later, right? You were the president. That was, I don't know if it was your idea or whose idea, but it, we came up on our board meetings. Yeah. Okay. That's a reality. That's only for nailed members. So that's number one, that the best educational program on human centric, because we're doing human centric now, uh, you know, because we just weren't, Greg, we, do, we weren't sure about human centric right away. Like, right. We need to figure that out 100%. But once we can sell it, you got to join Nailed if you want to get the information, man. If you want to know what's up, you got to join Nailed. That's what so you're saying education? Is. Yeah, I mean, education, this, everything we're all, all doing is trying to get to the answer so that we can, at the end of the day, go out and sell this stuff. You know, we need to search for it, figure it out, because right now, I feel like it's coming, but it's not quite there yet. It's not 100% set. You know where you can comfortably go out and sell human-centric lighting. UV lighting still is not quite no. 100% confident. I mean, I know it's there. But yeah, you got to get out of the head for the UV thing. I haven't the, listen. The health effects, the human-centric, the circadian. I don't have it figured out yet. I don't have it figured out yet. But I'll tell you right now that UV is about hygiene theater. That is what people want to buy. I, I'll tell you right now, without a doubt, the efficacy, blah, 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 blah. it's impossible to prove the efficacy. 
because every space is different. The airflow is different. The humidity is different. The temperature is different. Everything's different. So people are not going to buy efficacy. And I don't sell anything that anyone doesn't want to buy. I only sell what people want to buy. The industry needs to deliver theater, Spencer Miles. <laughs> theater to people. The green light is on. I've been saying this. Randy Reed called me. Well, what do you mean? Call him. Michael, what do you mean? I'm not sure I like that. If it works, 3%, 5%, 10%, 4%, 17%, 27%, If it works, it works. All we need to do is tell people that it's working, and they'll be happy. And we do that with the green light. Yeah. So have you sell started to sell light. it? I, I, nobody's got any fixtures that have the theater on it. You need the theater, <laughs> man. We have, the, we have it on emergency fixtures, right? We have yes. the light. You mm-hmm. see a green light. Yes, you need that thing that's like working it's working oh yeah and so uh you know welcome to our grade two classroom at uh, super expensive private school and oh yes just to point out to you see you see those three boxes on the wall that's our active air disinfection system and and you see when the green light is on it means that 99 percent of all germs that pass through that are killed yeah that you bring up a great point because I flew with a couple of weeks ago. Met another nailed member, Corey, down in Phoenix. Right? There you go. Um, How the, dare you? How dare right? you? <laughs> <laughs> but when I was there, you know, you you hear a lot social distancing, masks, this or that, right? We've well, we've all heard it for the last year. Then you line up to get on a plane, and that changes. It's gone, right? We're still back in the lines. We're we're on that gateway to get onto the plane. You're inside the plane, a tube. There's packed in with people and they're telling you over the loudspeaker, well, don't worry. Every two minutes we're doing a blast on the air. That's killing everything. Now I'm looking around going, mm, no, uh, how do we know that? That was they great because <laughs> they told us it. And no, guess what? That plane was packed. <laughs> it was completely full front to back. Yeah. We, we pushed the air cleanse button that gives us turns the light from red to green. Yes. So we're already doing theater. It we does something. Are. No, seriously. Yeah. And people like, I've been ridiculed and ridiculed and asked Greg for months about this. But mm. that's what the, the, don't try to sell anything. Give people what they want. Mm. They want hygiene theater. Give it to them. <laughs> Spencer, have you sold any UV products? We early on we did we had a pretty big national account that was making their own devices for their employees, uh, so we we did supply the lamps and the drivers for them to create their fixture. own devices. Uh, an we actual UV. No, we've reached out to a lot of people, a lot of customers, a lot of schools, uh, and you know, I would say your facility engineer guy or head of maintenance is usually okay. That's a good idea. But it just dead ends there, right? There's no funds. I've sent it to like the superintendent of my kids' district and said, "Hey, you know, you you could get back in the classroom because we are still remote. Uh, if you just put one of these in every one of your classrooms, right? It would, I guess, create the theater, <laughs> and it just dead ends there. They don't, which kind of t- gives me the point that they're not truly wanting to invest into it, or maybe it's the price point. I mean, it is a very high price point." Uh-huh. Um, and maybe, you know, when you're dealing with schools, it's going to take two to three years for to get it in the budget, those type of things and pass levies to 
create the money. Because nobody wants to go to school. <laughs> they need to go to school, man. <laughs> we, we could do a totally different podcast on why kids should be in school. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, it shocks me when, you know, because I've gotten into some pretty heated email arguments with the superintendent of our district. Of uh, Obviously, I don't have the same opinion he has. And when I can present you solutions to get over your hurdles and you, you don't do anything with it, it kind of tells me there's other things at work. No, so, what, what's, you know, what the problem is that it's not that it's not that there's other mm-hmm. things at work. I, I'm not going to buy the whole, like the superintendent of education of Puget mm-hmm. sound or whatever the hell <laughs> place you are out in Seattle. <laughs> okay. Like wherever it is, like the superintendent mm-hmm. of age uh, of, mm-hmm. of, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Stouffville, Richard Stouffville mm-hmm. in Ontario that like, runs <laughs> six schools. Like mm-hmm. that guy's under enormous pressure. Dude. Pressure, yeah. He is getting emails mm-hmm. on from teachers, <laughs> or she that she is getting like those people are like that's like the general in World War One and the lieutenant mm-hmm. on the front line just mm-hmm. getting shot at all day, and he's like, hey, hey brother, I need more ammo here, man. <laughs> I got this lighting guy calling me six <laughs> times a week talking about his kid. Like those people are just getting killed, and I my heart goes mm. out to them. Actually, really, mm. it does. But the industry, we could like if if someone would come out, if the IES would come out, or um, uh, who else? Uh, if we could do, we could do, write a deal with the uh, international UV associate. Remember those guys, Greg? Write a uh-huh. deal yeah. with them where we say, hey. If we have a certain amount of, because they have, everything is set for water. Because what, what, what most people don't understand is UV lighting was created and made to purify water. Okay? Yeah. Drinking water. Okay? Or wastewater to kill bacteria in wastewater before it goes back into the rivers and lakes. Yeah. Okay? So sewage for, for allowing it to go back into the water table. Or drinking water for humans. So if you ever live on a farm, you have a UV light in your basement that kills all the bacteria in the water, right? And so the problem with that is that if they know the flow rate, the size of the pipe, and the age of the lamp, and the age of the glass shield that goes over the lamp, the quartz glass or whatever it is, they know the kill rate. So all you need is a pipe this long, and for one year, any water that passes through at this rate, will all the bacteria will be killed in the water, 100%. Because you're literally taking that water and drinking all of it, right? With air, it's not the same thing. You're not taking all the air in the room and breathing it, right? The so standard do do? doesn't need to be the same, mm. right? But we know that. And then I had to, you have the, if you live on a farm, you have this alarm in your basement, thirty days before the year end. Beep beep beep. Change the light. Just like a fire alarm, beep, 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 change the light in your your, air, your water purifier, beep, 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 change the light, right? You have the same signal, right? Now you're in yellow. It's not green, it's yellow, right? Once that hits the year, red, beep, it never stops beeping unless you unplug it and you decide that I'm going to drink water with possible bacteria in it, mm. right? Nobody does that. So... What we could do as an industry, Spencer, and we everybody would make a fortune. That's what I don't understand. We'd all get rich. We just need something that says, look, if you put this in the room, it kills this much at this rate. And in this many square feet, you need this many. Get after it, boys, girls. Go get them. And 
you would see a massive boom. But what we need on the fixtures is the lights, green, yellow, red, the alarms, that the filter is over six months, press the alarm, change the filter, whatever it is, and go for it. If we could give people that, what a gift. What a wonderful gift. Beautiful. Beautiful. I can tell you, you green light, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're going to have to go to some nailed vendors and uh, give them this idea. Look, nailed has been sp- supplying the vendors with all the good ideas for many <laughs> years, brother. We just turned it into a podcast four <laughs> years ago in Puerto Rico with you, right? So great, great we trip. turned it into it. Like, listen up, vendors. If you want to make a ton of money, give people the theater, man. Tell them what's up. Whether it's 2%, 5%, 10%, 20%, it needs to be on the fixture so people can see, Greg Eric. I'm with you. Well, let's, let's keep pushing towards that and get to a point where we can actively sell it. I've sold a couple, and there's only been little robot thingies, Spencer. Not robots, but mm. carts. You know, Carts, yeah. And what, and what yeah, kind of facilities so are they using those in? School. The ones I've sold are so, all schools. So the janitors is walking the cart around every yeah, day? room to room. Uh, I don't know, two days a week or something like that. Mm. So how effective? I don't know. But that's up to them to decide. <laughs> I just sold them the, yeah. the product. <laughs> sure. So, you know, in this last, what well, it's been, year or so, right, since COVID hit, Spencer, have there mm. been any pleasant surprises from your side on the lighting business? I know there's negative <laughs> ones. We don't need to get into too many of those. <laughs> we all know those. But has there been anything that surprised you and, and been good? No, <laughs> I okay. can't. <laughs> That's I mean, I guess I guess you could say the rebates have you know doubled or tripled because nobody's doing them. You know, those that's helped sales a little bit. Um, maybe the 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 bright side would be from the business side. We've learned how to do things differently, so that's mm-hmm. that's a positive. Um, for the most part, I had most of my employees still here because we were under the number that you know you could have in a facility. Um, but and and I've changed how how we do you know maybe our it or our server i had to change some of those things because i had all of a sudden a lot more people remoting in um but business no i I just don't see the landscape much has changed i've seen slower um what do you call it innovation from manufacturers you're not seeing much um so there's a couple though that are doing well like light efficient with that color changing bollard light but the I think the biggest part that has really hurt distribution is, and I hate to say this, is not seeing our rep agents. In my town, they're still not calling. Us. You lost. I know. Mike. I, said oh, there it. You. I said it. <laughs> um, at the beginning, I would have classified that as a very good thing, right? We all had a little more time. They weren't coming to our door every week. But as it's gone on, you're not seeing things. You're not seeing the programs. You're not seeing the stock orders, you know, promos. And and uh, I'm seeing product now because I'm going and seeking it on the websites or, or I'll run across it. I'm like, what is this? I didn't know this was you know available. So that has become, I think, a problem. We, we need them to get out of their basements and, you know, and the way I look at it, my sales team has never stopped calling on end users. We just conform yeah. to what the rules were, regulations were in, in the city. What? Why haven't they? 
Well, I'll tell, I'll tell you that's here. true. Yeah, from my standpoint too, mm-hmm. is I'm I'm finding a lot more product than I'm hearing about. It's like, oh, you have yeah. that? Well, damn it, I, I want to know mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And and you know who's at fault? I don't know, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's something that I could see being an issue for sure. No shows, no rep, rep bastards. Love those guys. <laughs> Whatever you want to call them, Spencer. <laughs> You just betrayed everything, man. <laughs> okay, so we miss we, we miss you, reps. Fine, Spencer admits admits it. He loves reps. So you were annoying we'll before, far. but now we miss you. Your absence makes the heart grow fonder, right? But you know, I would say there's a loss of serendipity. A loss of serendipity. The things that happen when people bump into each other and have meetings and have conversations and talk about things that. And, you know, uh, the rep talks to the girl or, or the guy in your show, in your store that's new and gives him some, gives her some beautiful piece of information that yeah. she was longing to know that couldn't ask you about and all those different interactions. That's a loss of serendipity. Mm. And the, the serendipity comes from the interactions between humans as they roll through life. We need more of that. We need that to come back. We do. Mm-hmm. I think we'd all agree with that. Folks. That's Spencer Miles. Always a hot blast. 30 minutes. We cut it short. We get it right. But you know what, folks? Before we go, we got to tell you about LED-LEC. Light efficient design, Greg Eric. Come on. LED-LLC dot com super innovative always hot and big on the corn bulbs that's right and it's flex color three color temps in one four different wattages Ooh. uh 12277 it also says here for the canadians there's a 347 i know options. they all they never forget <laughs> about us nice. they never no, forget about light efficient design was always ready for the 347 from the beginning always Always, I'll yeah. tell you that the, the design of it too looks different than a lot of others, including putting lighting on the top of the bollard mm-hmm. or on top of the bulb. Sometimes they just put them on the side. So it's got true 360 degrees. It's got 6KA of surge protection. I see a lot of cobs that are less than that. And it can be mounted any, any old way you want. So great option. More than just bollards, but it's called the bollard retrofit. Go to led-llc.com. Calm, baby. That's light efficient design. Our brothers over there, our sisters over there. We love you guys. Proud Nail members. And of course, people that made it to the end of this with Spencer. These are some badass distributors here just talking about what's up. So we hope you enjoyed it. All our colleagues out there that have listened to this, got nothing but love for you. Bye for now. <laughs>